0: Welcome to 1-800-GODS-LOVE. I'm your host, Lamika Odoms. Thanks for joining me. Today's episode title is Staying Focused. Before I get into the Bible verses that God gave me pertaining to this episode, I first want to share that I have not been focused. If you think about back when you were in school, or some may be in college right now, but if you think about sitting in class and a teacher may be teaching and she notices that you're not paying attention and the teacher may call you out and say something to you pertaining to what you're doing. Well, here lately, I have not been focused when it comes to what's important. And when I say what's important, that means me, this podcast, being obedient to God, recording a podcast weekly and uploading it. I have not been focused I've went literally a whole month without recording a podcast. I'm not proud of it, but I'm being real. And I can't even give you no explanation besides the fact of being lazy. It's not like God wasn't giving me anything to share because he was. It's just, I don't know. I didn't have the drive or the motivation to record the podcast. And then I ended up losing my intro music that I play at the beginning of the podcast. So to me, that w- as I was trying to find the intro music or find another royalty-free intro music, I began to say, okay, well, I can't record a podcast without no intro music. Not realizing that the podcast that I recorded in August, it didn't have no intro music. I had completely forgot about it, but I used that as an excuse. Well, until I find some intro music, I'm gonna just wait before I record the podcast. And God told me to stay focused. I have been allowing things to distract me that's not even important. I need to stay focused on what he's called me to do. I need to stay focused on his purpose for my life. And I hadn't been focused. I sit and think how when it comes to my employer, I don't have no problem seeing my clients weekly and meeting my 20 contacts weekly I'm focused when it comes to that and I make sure that I get those 20 hours of contacts weekly but God is my source that employer is just a resource God is the source so if it wasn't for God I wouldn't even have the full-time income that I got coming in with benefits so God had to remind me that we should stay focused. When he has given us a task, we should be obedient and staying focused into completing that task. Whatever he's called us to do, we should be staying focused. He gave me several Bible verses that I want to share with you all. And I'm going to start with Colossians 3 verses 1 and 2 out of the Message Bible, which reads, so if you If you're serious about living this new resurrection life with Christ, act like it. Pursue the things over which Christ presides. Don't shuffle along, eyes to the ground, absorbed with the things right in front of you. Look up and be alert to what is going on around Christ. That's That's where the action is. See things from his perspective. So, When I read this, basically what I got from it is, if I'm going to be serious about this walk with God, I need to act like it. If we're going to be serious about our relationship with God, if we're going to be serious about our walk with God, we need to act like it. You don't got to go around blasting that you're a child of God and that you're living for God. You don't got to go around saying any of that. If you act like it, people will know that you are a child of God. If you act like it, you don't have to announce it to the world. They will see it. They will see it in your actions. They will see it in your demeanor. They will see it in your words. They will see, see it in how you live your life. Pursue the things over which Christ presides. Don't shuffle along, eyes to the ground, absorbed, absorbed with the things right in front of you. I don't need to be so caught up in what's right in front of me. The Bible tells us that faith is the substance of things hoped for and evidence of things unseen. So when you believe in God for something, you believe in God for something that you can't see right in front of you. That's what faith is. And then it says, look up and be alert to what is going on around Christ. That's where the action is. See things from his perspective. I need to be, we need to be living our lives to where we're seeing things from God's, from Christ's perspective. Not from our own perspective, but from Christ's perspective. So the, um... The takeaway is don't drag your feet alone, fully engaged in what's right in front of you, but see things from Christ's point of view. So I don't need to be so caught up and focused on what's right in front of me. What's right in front of me, meaning reality, what's going on right now in the presence. But I need to be focused on the purpose that God has given me, what he created me for. That's what I need to be focused on. And then in verses 25 through 22, same chapter of Colossians, it says, servants, do what you're told by your earthly masters. And don't just be, don't just do the minimum that will get you by. Do your best. Work from the heart for your real master for God, confident, confident that you'll get paid in full when you come into his, in, into your inheritance. Keep in mind always that the ultimate master you're serving is Christ." The sullen servant who does shoddy work will be held responsible. Being a follower of Jesus doesn't cover up bad work. The bad tempered who does bad work will be held responsible. So when you're doing your when you're doing the work, even if you're on your job, if you're doing the work of God, you don't just do the minimum. You do your best. God has called you to do something. He wants your best. And when you give God your best, he'll take care of the rest. Many times when God calls us to do something, we already look from our perspective and think, I can't do that. Why would you ask me to do that? But God already know your limits. He already know what you can and what you can't do. And he, when he calls us to do things that we don't feel like we can do, if he called us to do it, he wants us to trust him and believe that if we be obedient to him, he'll take care of the rest. The next verse that I'm reading is Proverbs 4 verses 25 through 27 out of the Amplified Bible. Let your eyes look directly ahead towards the path of more courage and let your gaze be fixed straight in front of you towards the path of integrity. Consider well and watch carefully the path of your feet and all your ways will be steadfast and sure. Do not turn away to the right nor to the left where evil may lurk. Turn your foot from the path of evil. So right here, we need to ignore all incidents or issues which distracts us. He wants us to look directly ahead and let our gaze be fixed straight in front of us. Consider well and watch carefully the path of of your feet. And all your ways will be steadfast and sure and do not turn to your right nor to your left. Turn your foot from evil. We have to have our eyes fixed fixed, and focused on God. There's so many things out here in this world that the enemy uses to distract us. And if we don't stay focused, we will get caught up in those distractions and we will ignore what God has called us to do. I'm in a season of my life where I am investing in myself. I've spent so many years investing in other people and being the hero of other people's stories I've came to a conclusion that I am going to start investing in myself. I have been so caught up in when things was going on in other people's lives and they brought it to my attention, I'm ready to put on my Batman cape to be the hero. But I'm learning that in my movie, I am the star of my own movie. Everybody else's movie, I can be a supporting cast, but I am not their star. But I've learned that me putting on my Batman cape and being the hero in their movie means I was being a star in their movie and I shouldn't have been I should have been the supporting cast so I've come to a season in my life where I've decided that I'm going to invest in myself and focus on me both of my sons are adults they're both in college they're doing great yes they're my sons if they need me I'm there but when it comes time to do things and instead of me as of what I was doing in the past, focusing and putting all my energy in other people's issues and situations and um being their star, no I'm gonna start in my own movie with me being a star in my own movie and me focusing on myself, I did get caught up in distractions because i've I had decided okay well, one day I'm gonna binge watch movies that I got saved on my DVR or I'm gonna binge watch movies on my list on Netflix or Hulu and that's okay it's okay to take time for yourself self-care is very important but you can't indulge in it and forget that you have a calling out here we can't indulge in it and forget that God has created us for a purpose he has created us because he wants us to use the gifts and talents he placed on the inside of us to be a blessing to his people here on earth like we have a purpose here so even though I have, I'm in a season where I'm investing in myself and I will, dis, I will sit and watch you, um, Netflix or Hulu or movies that I got recorded on my DVR on my TV, I can't let that distract me. It has to be a balance. And I realized it wasn't no balance. I realized, okay, I am investing in myself and taking time out for myself and doing things for myself and spending time with myself. But at the same time, I'm neglecting what God has called me to do. And we don't want to neglect what God has called us to do because he created us for a purpose. He's given us a purpose. He's strategically placed gifts and talents in us to be able to help his people here on earth. The next Bible verse is Proverbs 16, 3 through 4 in the Amplified Bible. Commit your works to the Lord, which means submit and trust them to him and your plans will succeed if you respond to his will and guidance. The Lord has made everything for his own purpose, even the wicked according to their role for the day of evil. So these two Bible verses is telling us that we commit our works to God and trust him and our plans will succeed. If we trust God with our works, our plans will succeed. He has made everything for his own purpose. Everything has a purpose out here in this earth everything has a purpose. We have a purpose. It don't matter what you're going through. It don't matter where you're currently at in your life. It don't matter what you're struggling with. If you're addicted to things that is not of God, you still have a purpose. He created you with a purpose just like he created me with a purpose. I am no better than you. He doesn't show favoritism when it comes to his children. He loves us all the same. And even though you may be at a point in your life right now where you feel like you're struggling with something and you're at the bottom, well, guess what? He loves you that much that he will reach down and pick you up no matter how low you are. No matter what you're dealing with, no matter what you're struggling with, you still have a purpose. And the enemy will feed us lies, especially when we're going through bad seasons of our life. The enemy will feed us lies and tell us that God can't use us. There's nothing inside of us that he can use because we're battling or we're dealing with this or you see what's going on in your life right now, why do you think God can use you? Remember that seasons are temporary. That's one thing that you know for sure. Seasons change. We have winter, spring, fall, and summer. That's something that we know that changes is the seasons. And just because you might be going through a bad season in your life right now, doesn't mean that God cannot still use you. And doesn't mean that you don't have a purpose because you do have a purpose. His word tells us that he knew us before we was in even formed in our mother's womb. He created us for a purpose. It don't matter where you're in the life right now. He still created you with a purpose. Your job is to get with God. Talk to him. It ain't, Prayer is just a conversation with our Heavenly Father. It ain't got to be all sophisticated. You ain't got to say biblical words, which praying strategically is praying the word of God. But God wants you to come to him as yourself. He don't want you to be putting on no front when you come to him to have a word with him. He wants you to be your true self. And before I got on this podcast, I had a conversation with God. And I was real with him. And I told, and I apologize because I hadn't been consistent when it comes to this podcast. I, like I said before, I literally went a whole month without even recording a podcast. I haven't been consistent, but I got real with God and told God that I I didn't have a motivation. He was giving me word to be able to speak to his people. It's not like I didn't have the opportunity. I have all of the equipment that I need, but I was lazy And I fell off. Yes, I was still getting up every morning and praying and talking to him. Yes, I was still doing my daily devotion. Yes, I was still hearing from him. But when it came down to actually sitting down and recording a podcast and then making sure that it was uploaded weekly, I was not doing that. And I asked him to forgive me. And then when I asked him to forgive me because I wasn't consistent, I accepted his forgiveness. Now, of course, throughout this whole time, the enemy was putting thoughts in my head when I wasn't recording podcasts, but I didn't accept those thoughts. I had to rebuke those thoughts because if not, if I would have accepted those thoughts, then I would have started believing the lies of the enemy. And I know what God's word says about me. That's one thing I've learned that when the enemy start telling you stuff, or when you start having thoughts in your pop up in your mind, you ask yourself, where did this thought come from? If that thought don't work, doesn't line up with the word of God, then you know, it's a lie. That's all you have to do. When a thought pop up in your head, you ask yourself, where did the thought come from? And if that thought don't line up with the word of God, then you know, it's a lie. It's not the truth. So therefore don't accept it. You rebuke that thought because you know, it's not, you know, it don't line up with the word of God. So, you know, it's not truth. And even if you don't know if it line up with the word of God or not, get in your Bible and read and do some research, Google, whatever the thought is, Google something pertaining to that thought. Um, to read the bible to see what it says if you don't know what your if you don't know what god says about you then you need to get in the word of god in order to learn what the word of god what god says about you because the enemy will tell you all kind of lies about yourself but i've learned to return the sender i heard that from i think pastor mike he said that he had spoke something and his mom told him return the sender. And he was like what you say Um, I might not be quoting this right, but anyway, basically return to sender, which basically means if you get some mail in your mailbox that don't belong to you or it's the wrong address or something like that, you will put return to sender, especially if it's some, somebody else's mail, you'll put return to sender. Well, that's what you need to do when the enemy starts telling you lies or starts saying you this and you that, and you know, it don't line up with the word of God, you return to sender. You don't accept it. All right. So the last Bible verse is, Matthew, verses, chapter 6, verses 25 through 27 out of the Amplified Bible. Therefore, I tell you, stop being worried or anxious, which is uneasy, distracted about your life as to what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body as to what you will wear. Is life not more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the ber- birds of the air. They neither sow seed nor reap the harvest, nor gather the crops into barns. And yet your heavenly father keeps feeding them. Are you not worth much more than they? And who of you by worrying can add one more hour to his life? So these Bible verses is basically telling us not to be worried or anxious about our life. Don't be fo- Don't be so caught up on what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, what you're going to wear. The word of God says that the birds that we see flying outside when we go outside, they neither sow nor reap, but the Father makes sure that they are fed. They don't sow or reap, but the Father still takes care of them and makes sure that they're fed. Are we not worth much more than those birds? And then who of any of us, can add one hour to our life by worrying. Worrying does not add to your life. Worrying does not do anything but cause you to have a stressed out day. You worried about something that God has already taken care of. Just because you don't see how God has taken care of the situation causes you to worry and stress about the situation. But if God is taking care of these birds that's flying out here in the world, that don't don't sow, don't sow, see, if God is taking care of them, don't you think we much more important than them birds? So if he taking care of them, don't you think he gonna take care of us? It's not always easy, especially when things unexpected come up. It's not always easy to not worry and get anxious. And it's okay to be concerned about a situation. But when you become obsessed and it's causing you to lose sleep, you don't lost your appetite, you losing weight or your weight is up and down, then you're not trusting God to handle that situation. We have to remember to stay focused on what's important. And that's the will of God for our lives. We get so caught up and focused on stuff that we see on social media, stuff that we see on TV. Um, You get on social media and you're scrolling through your news feed and you be focused. You, paying attention, you reading um, stuff that people be don't post it. you might even click and start reading comments after you don't read the post, you start reading people's comments. It's crazy how we will spend a lot of time focused on things that has nothing to do with our eternal life, where we're going to spend eternity to. It's amazing that we'll get caught up and be focused on things that on things that doesn't even really matter. It can't add to us. Don't take away or add to us. It's just, sometimes I call it useless entertainment because I watch TV. And if it's not nothing that I'm learning from, I'd be like, this is useless entertainment. It's amazing how we can be so caught up and focused on things that have no benefit to our lives. And we get wrapped up in it. We might read a post and screenshot it and send it to somebody else, um, family member or friend like we focus on something that somebody else don't post it that has nothing to do with us it ain't adding to us it ain't taking away from us it's not um it's not um strengthening our walk with God now don't get me wrong I am in some groups on social media that um that you get encouraging word like things like that that's important because it's it's important to stay encouraged it's important to know what God is trying to do in our lives. And sometimes i be on social media and I'd be on prayed and ask God for something and waiting to hear from God. And then I end up reading something or somebody will send me something in my inbox and it would be an answer to my prayer. So I'm not saying that that's the only thing that's on social media is things that's not, um, adding to us because it is some things, some spiritual things that you can find on social media. It kind of go both ways. There's some spiritual things you can find on social media. Then there's, then it's also some things that can distract you and get you off your course, get you off the path that God has set before you to walk. So you got to be careful and you got to know, um, you got to know, okay, This is a distraction. This is not leading me to where God is trying to take me. And you can't be so caught up and focused on that distraction that you neglect where God is trying to take you. You neglect the path that he set before you and you don't took a detour and got distracted. Now, if you do get distracted and you have took a detour, that's okay. That's okay. Just go to God, ask God for forgiveness. Be honest with God because he already know anyway. He's all knowing and accept his forgiveness and get back on the path. Don't linger and feel like, okay, well, I don't got distracted and I'm off the path. So I might as well just stay on this path because the path that you don't, the detour that you call yourself taking is not going to lead you to where God is trying to take you. So you have to get back on the path. Don't linger in it. Admit to God your sin. Admit to God what you have done ask for his forgiveness, accept his forgiveness, and then get back on the path. And God is always waiting for his children. God never leaves us. We may feel like, well, I'm not as close to God to God as I used to be. Well, God doesn't change. So obviously if you're not as close to God as you used to be, it's something on your end. It's not nothing on his end because God is always there. Now he don't make us do things. That's why he give us free will, but God is always there. He would never leave us nor forsake us. So I hope this message encourages someone whatever um, you may be experiencing or whatever you may be dealing with Um, I was honest with my situation what I currently was experiencing and going through I have not been consistent I have not been consistent I went to God and I admitted my sins I admitted to my wrongdoings yes I have been lazy I don't have no other excuse I didn't have the motivation why I don't know because God is so faithful like despite of me being inconsistent with this podcast, he has still been pursuing me. He didn't just say, okay, she ain't consistent. Let me just go ahead and put on the back burner and move on to my next child. No, he's still been pursuing me. He's still been speaking to me. He's still been keeping me covered. He's still been taking care of me and my household. He still have been taking care of my children. Just because I've been inconsistent doesn't mean that he puts me on the back burner and say, okay. I know I called you to do something, but since you don't want to be consistent, let me just go ahead and toss you right here on the back burner. And whenever you're ready to be consistent, then I'll holler at you. No, know. God continues to speak to me daily, no matter what I have did, no matter when I did it, no matter what I'm struggling with, no matter what my flaws is, the way God loves me doesn't change. You know, man, you do something that they don't like, man, I'll cut you off in a minute or be like, no, I ain't talking to her. I ain't talking to her the rest of this week or I ain't talking to him the rest of this week. You know, man will cut us off real quick when we do something that they don't like or when we ain't consistent about what we doing pertaining to them. That's not God. God loves us the same no matter what. He loves his children and he loves for us to come to him. He's our father. He loves for us to come to him and talk to him about things that we're struggling with. I've started getting up every morning and saying, okay, God, what we doing today? What are we doing today? Because we are together. I'm his child. He's my father. What are we doing today? Who can I bless today? Is there someone whose path I'm across that I'm going to be a blessing to, or are they going to be a blessing to me? If it's someone that I need to bless by giving an encouraging word or pay for a meal or something like that, p- please make it clear to me, Father God. Because I want to do what your will is, I've woken, started waking up saying that, and God has did that. He has let me know who I was gonna bless, and I've also been blessed. It's it's, it's don't work both ways. Now I'm not looking to receive a blessing because I know my heavenly Father will take care of me, but I do ask God. Okay, what are we doing today? And God speaks to me, and He'll speak to you too. I'm no different. We're no different. You can pray and ask God to heighten your discernment so that you can hear from God and so that you can discern and know when it's God and when it's the enemy. Sometimes we get confused, but a lot of times the confusion come and God is not an author of confusion, but a lot of times we, we get confused because we don't know the word of God. That's why it's important for us to read the word of God and meditate on the word of God to know what the word of God says. So that way that when something come up, you don't be um, double minded. One minute you're going to do this. And then the next minute you're going to do that cause A double-minded person is not productive. A double-minded person is not stable. So I hope everyone has enjoyed this podcast and talk to you next week.